when it comes to repairing or replacing uh, parts of major home systems and appliances, you need a warranty plan that keeps your budget in mind, not to mention your sanity. When your air conditioner goes or your refrigerator or your dishwasher, holy cow, that's going to set you back a lot. American Home Shield offers a choice among three great plans. So whatever your budget is, it's affordable. Nobody likes to think about the household breakdowns. They will help you cover the costs when parts of your system or the whole system and appliances break. They've been around for 50 years, and if they can't repair your covered item, they will replace it. And their coverage extends to whole systems like heating and air to major appliances. Get the warranty you need for the price you can afford. Keep your home up and running. Get the budget on track with American Home Shield. Right now, you can take $50 off their most comprehensive plans ever. Go to ahs.com slash Beck right now and save $50. Service fees, limitations, exclusions do apply. See plan for details. It's American Home Shield. ahs.com slash Beck. Be sure with the shield. I've got some news for you. We're going to talk to a, a former Disney artist who said, quote, I'm coming out of the closet. Um, we've got something really great uh, on that. I'm going to also tell you about the global government conference yesterday. That Did you even know we had a global government conference? Yeah. Yeah. And everybody was there. Uh, we'll tell you about that and some shocking audio. But I really want to spend time talking to you today. I've cleared everything else out, and I just want to open up the phones and talk to you at 888-727-BECK. We begin in 60 seconds. Cy wrote in and said, I bought Relief Factor for my wife, and what a transformation it has made. She went from complaining of different pains and stiffness from arthritis to feeling great and able to do things she hadn't been able to do in years. I'm telling you, happy wife, happy life. Thank you uh, very much, Cy, for reminding that is exactly right. If you're dealing with pain, please give Relief Factor a try. It's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors. The three-week quick start developed for you is only $19.95, and it'll attack your inflammation, which is the source of most of our pain, in four different ways. Now, about 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. That says a lot. Are you part of that 70% that can get rid of your pain or at least greatly reduce it? 
Try Relief Factor now. Try it for three weeks. The three-week quick start, 1995. Developed for you at relieffactor.com or call 800 the number 4 relief 800 the number 4 relief relieffactor.com feel the difference You know I I want to go to the phones today and uh you can call in now but I want to talk to you uh, I, I no I don't I want to listen to you today I feel like people don't feel that anyone is listening to them. If I didn't have this job and I couldn't spout, I think I'd explode. You see our, our once thriving communities becoming a shell of their former selves because of this, because of the internationalists, the giant corporations, the giant banks, all the great manufacturing jobs left for China being replaced by weed stores. Our towns, many of them overrun with crystal meth and fentanyl, especially if you live in the middle of the country. What happened to my America? I want to listen to you today. Because you need to be heard. People are arriving at a point where They're just assuming it's over and all that's left is to hunker down in your home with provisions while you await the final collapse. That is not true. That's the worst thing we can do. I mean, we need to be prepared, but we also need to stand and not stand for the things we're against. Stand up against the things we don't like. Let's stand up for the things we love. You're not alone. There's a lot of people that are standing up. A friend of mine told me last night when his local school board was going to force vaccine mandates, a handful of teachers and parents stood against them. He said, I saw people deliver words with the same fervor as Churchill at some of those meetings. Every day, there are new heroes joining the fight. Don't feel hopeless. There are a handful of David and Goliaths right right now. Things are changing. And things are changing quickly. But there is no chance unless we the people stand up. Stand up to the big companies, the banks, the government agencies. I mean, remember, it was the man behind the curtain. Why are they silencing people? Why are they Why are they working so hard to silence you and to separate you? Because they know your power when you know your power. It's the Wizard of Oz. Same thing. Dorothy always had the ability to go home. She was in control of everything. She just didn't know it. The good news is, if we want to change the country... We can change the country. Most just don't know it yet. I'm here without, well, actually in the lobby here, I do have the ruby slippers, but I'm here this morning with, without the ruby slippers to tell you it is all within your reach and grasp. We just have to do the next right thing.
And we also need to pay attention to what is happening uh, around us. I told you a minute ago, the World Government Summit. The what? The World Government Summit happened um, yesterday in Dubai. uh, And it was the um, introduction uh, session yesterday. And I mean, all the people that, you know, are the usual people were there. Huge crowd, gigantic theater with very, I mean, all of the critical, important people. And it was kicked off by, lo and behold, Klaus Schwab. Here's what he said. We do not yet know the full extent and the systemic and structural changes which will happen. Now listen to this. However, we do know that global energy systems, food systems, and supply chains will be deeply affected. Got it? We are changing things, and we don't know how that'll go. But we do know the global energy system, the food system, and the supply chains will be deeply affected. Well, but other than that, don't worry about it. It's only food, energy, and how we get things. But other than that, we're good. This is the arrogance of the elites. Now, one of the topics, uh, their first session was, are we ready for a new world order? Are they trolling us? I think the reason why they're naming this is because, A, they, they really mean it. It is a new world order. But they also see an advantage of calling it the new world order instead of the Great Reset, which it absolutely is. The new world order, they call it that because... That way, when I say it to you and you're like, did you hear about the global government where their first session was, are we ready for the new world order? Everybody rolls their eyes. Uh Aha. But uh, here it is. Day one world government summit yesterday in Dubai. Here's the first session. Are we ready for a new world order? And the title of this session, are we ready for a new world? world order. Well, the organizers here are nothing if not ambitious. This is, I think you will agree, a daunting subject for discussion at just after 9 a.m. on a Wednesday morning here in the relative calm of Expo 2020. But tackle it, we must, because I believe what is clear is that we have hit an inflection point. We are certainly living in a unique age of uncertainty Mm. and volatility Mm -hmm. in global affairs. Huh. That is weird because it's almost exactly what Joe Biden said last week. Remember, we are at an inflection point that only happens once in a generation, maybe a little longer. So they're all talking the same game. And for anyone who says, ah, digital money, digital money, <laughs> it's, it's like Bitcoin. No, it's not. Well, it'll never happen here. Okay. Here they are yesterday. Uh, Pippa, uh, Pippa Malgram, she's an economist and former presidential advisor in the U.S. Speaking yesterday at the World Government Sub- uh, Summit, talking about the new digital money. What underpins a world order is always the financial system. 
Mm. Uh, I was very privileged. My father was an advisor to Nixon when they came off the gold standard oh, in 71. And so I was brought up with a kind of inside view of how very important the financial structure is to absolutely everything else. And what we're seeing in the world today, I think, is we are on the brink of a dramatic change where mm. we are about to, and I'll say this boldly, yes. we're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting huh. and introduce a new one. That's and a, the new one, the, the new accounting, is what we call blockchain. Mm. It means digital. Listen to it this. means having an almost perfect record of every single transaction that happens huh. in the economy, which will huh. give us far greater clarity over what's going on. It also raises huge dangers in terms of the balance of power between states and citizens. In oh. my opinion, we're going to need a digital constitution of human rights if we're going to have digital money. Mm -hmm. uh, but also, this new money will be sovereign in nature. Most people think that digital money is crypto and private. But what I see are superpowers introducing digital currency. The Chinese were the first. The U.S. is on the brink, I think, of moving in the same direction. The Europeans have committed to that as well. And the question is, will that new system of digital money and digital accounting accommodate the competing needs of the citizens of all these locations so that every human being has a chance mm. to have a better life? Because that's the only measure of whether a world order really serves. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, but just to build on that, again, for anyone who thinks that I am crazy, you can now quote the New York Times. Not only is the, the New World Order, the Global Government Summit yesterday talking about this, but here's the New York Times. Central banks around the world are experimenting with issuing digital replacements for cash in the form of central bank digital currencies. But those are, by and large, not anonymous. Let me say that again. But those are, by and large, not anonymous. In January, a white paper from the Federal Reserve made it clear any digital currency it issued would differ materially from cash, which enables anonymous transactions, end quote. What does that mean? Let me translate. If the Fed issues a digital currency which the president is now asking the fed in a executive order to explore they've already explored it they have a white paper that's 78 pages long they're on their own website they put it there in january they don't need to explore it and they said that the fed coin will differ materially from cash because no purchase will be anonymous. To some people, to some people, the loss of privacy is no big deal, especially if the death of cash makes life harder on criminals who often do business using stacks of $100 bills to avoid detection by the authorities. Representative Stephen Lynch, a Democrat from Massachusetts, a former iron worker who represents a part of Boston and its southern suburbs, isn't soft on crime, but he doesn't like the idea of banks and governments being able to track every single transaction every person makes. Quote, we're trying to preserve some element of anonymity. 
and not have full spectrum surveillance of every aspect of people's lives. End quote. This is from a Democrat. This is in the New York Times. Please don't say it's a conspiracy. And please don't say it could never happen here. Don't ever say those things again. You must understand we are living in a very different world. All of the old rules are gone. Everything that you thought you knew to be true, as I said, what you thought would, it was solid is liquid. Everything that you thought was liquid is now solid. The world is completely inside out and upside down. So what is his uh, plan? Well, Lynch introduced a bill directing the Department of Treasury rather than the Federal Reserve to develop an experiment with issuing digital dollar technologies. Oh, okay. So we don't want the Fed to have all that information, but the Treasury can have all of that information. Yeah, because the government wouldn't ever do anything with that information. That is not the solution. The solution, if you want a digital currency, then use blockchain. You want a digital currency, then you use Bitcoin and you leave the off-ramp people alone. This is the final grab of total power globally. You need to understand it. You need to brush up on it. And you need to stand against it. You also need to prepare for a time when this does happen. What are you going to do? Most people will just go along with it because they'll say what people always say at times like these. Well, it's not going to get any worse than this. They'll never do that. I urge you to watch last night's show, my uh, TV Wednesday night special on Blaze TV. It was really, really funny. Classic chalkboard funny stuff. Um, however, I, I laid out on the chalkboard. In fact, I want to play that clip later on in the program. I laid out on the chalkboard all the things that we all said could never happen. It, I spent 15 minutes before the show just writing them down off the top of my head. There are so many more than this. But once you see the list, you'll be like, holy mother. Wake up and make the decisions. Are you fine with somebody watching over and having a digital currency, a programming, a programmable digital currency that will control everything? By the way, uh, this article in the New York Times goes on to say it's reestablishing the Treasury Fiscal Authority as a starting point at first it's a very small scale but it's a window in how you might design similar stuff in the future it's very mmt modern monetary theory wake up read the book the great reset it's all in there the great reset available everywhere books are sold okay while we're talking about money you need to understand what the fed is the Fed is the biggest banks in the country. That's all it is. That's all it is. And the Federal Reserve, it's a private corporation. It was, um, it's a creature from Jekyll Island. 
people need to understand the Fed and they need to understand inflation and how our dollar and and how our system of trade works. And I've asked the Tuttle twins, um, actually not them because they don't exist. They're only in a book. Anyway, I've asked the people who uh, market the Tuttle twins. Could you please give this book away right now? Because I think this is so urgent that you understand and your whole family understands the Fed and inflation and what causes inflation. This is a book that is all about that. And they're giving it away at my request for free. All you pay for is shipping. Now, they've got a whole bunch of different books, and I think they're a must to have in every single household. But this book is crucial for even you to read today right now so you understand and you can prepare. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. While supplies last, you can get this free copy of the Tuttle Twins and the Creature from Jekyll Island. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Ten seconds. Station ID. All right, let's uh, let's go to the phones. Eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Let's go to James in Illinois. Hi, James. Hey, Glenn. Quick, quick observation. I don't think the problem in this country is the left. You got to look past the left, and like you're saying, look at the globalists. The left are just tools. They're going to be cast aside when all this stuff comes together. You are right. It's not, it's not your neighbors. It's not your friends. Look, look. And take names. People should be writing down names of who these people are because they're all part of it. Um, that, that comment makes me a little, a little nervous. But um, I, I will tell you this. You write about the, uh, the left. The left is the one that they think they've quote, co-opted uh, giant business. They've scared these businesses into doing what they want, canceling people like me or canceling anybody. Um, and now they've taken it to such a place to where they run Exxon Mobil. They run the Disney Corporation. They run all of these giant corporations, the NBA, the NFL. They run them all. What they don't know is the Great Reset appeals to their greed. And so while they think they created this, the financial people and the people who are motivated by greed, oh, they're using them now, but uh, they're only going to be used for enforcement. And when their usefulness is up, uh, they're the first to go. They're the first to go. Back in a minute, your phone call, 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Yes, yes. Now, kids, gather around the fire and let me tell you a horror story. Once upon a time, there was a man who drove his own car and it broke down in the middle of the road. (laughs) I mean, not only did the man not have a personal driver, but he also, all of us who do have personal drivers, we were stuck in traffic trying to get around this bum anyway. He couldn't afford to just throw the car away and get another one. Can you imagine the horror? Now, kids, try to get some sleep after hearing that. Okay, Um, assuming you're not that guy, uh, understand you'll probably be the guy, like we all are, that's breaking down in the middle of the road. Uh, Plans 
through Car Shield uh, are are the uh, best for coast to coast roadside assistance, rental car options, trip reimbursement at no extra cost, and fixing your car. And you don't have to pay the dealership. Uh, um, they'll pay it for you. So you, this is so easy. And you get a plan, you'll lock in the pricing forever. 800-391-8888. It's carshield.com slash Beck. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn for 10 bucks off. This is the Glenn Beck program. If you happen to be holding now and you're on the phone, Please don't hang up. I, I Every single call that is up there, I want to talk to you. Um, such great insight and, uh, and, and people sharing how they feel right now. 888-727-BECK. Uh, let me go to Rose in Pennsylvania. Hello, Rose. Hi, Glenn. It's a pleasure to talk to you, and we just love you. We watched the show last night. <laughs> we couldn't agree you more um we i want to let you know we canceled our disney <laughs> oh good for you and it's good the, for you it's the smallest thing to do yeah. did you tell them did why no okay. we did it online all right um, we were sitting here listening to your show yesterday okay. and um we good. decided as grandparents that this is something we wanted to do amen amen our, it was our part yep so the the other reason I called was because I am a mother of four daughters, mm-hmm. and my one daughter is gay. Mm-hmm. And uh, we found out when she was sixteen, mm-hmm. and um, we we deal with it on a daily basis. Sometimes it's good, and sometimes it's bad. But the thing is, I I have these little grandchildren, and um, what we do in our family is we accept my daughter, of course, and. I my thing is her sexual preference is none of our business, mm-hmm. and sometimes she brings her girlfriends around, and my little ones they they just think it's all like a girlfriend like they have in school, mm-hmm. and we you know it's we live normal lives and we don't my daughter doesn't feel like she has to go around forcing everyone to accept this or Good. amen you know talk about it you know yeah and this is what makes me angry with the rest of the group or the movement or whatever you want to call it. Um, it, it reminds me of a, an old saying, misery loves company. Whenever you're, and you know what that means, yeah, whenever yeah. you're doing this, you know, mm-hmm. you want more people to accept you because it makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just basically what it's all about. I think you're, um, uh, maybe for some, I think that you are, um, um, you, you need to be able to name, um, you know, the movement it's no, it's not the movement. It's radicals. It's radicals that are pushing, uh, all of this, you know, the, the idea that we said years ago, 20 years ago, I have me personally, I said, I have no problem with gay marriage. I want the government out of marriage. You can marry a tree if you want. Just don't tell me that I have to accept the beauty of you and the tree or that my church has to marry you and trees. As long as we can have different. I don't care. I don't care what you do. I really don't care. And you shouldn't care about what I do. Can we get along and can we all be good citizens? Yeah. Now, we said at the time, 
you start doing this and you're going to legitimize polygamy, you're going to start to see legitimization of uh, child porn and pedophilia. Well, we're already there. We're already there. So the idea of the radicals pushing and pushing and pushing to where they destroy women. Trans, the trans movement is destroying women. Look, you want to be, you're a guy, you were born a guy, you think you're a woman. Okay, that's fine, but it doesn't change science. So if you want to call yourself a girl and you want to go in and compete against the girls, then we, I guess, have to have, we have to have muscle and, uh, and uh, weight classes, because you are physically different than a girl. And so you shut all the other girls out. So great. You compete over in this zone against people that are your size and have your kind of muscle. That's the only way to coexist here. Otherwise, men will just destroy women because of their muscles. They're just built differently. What I really what bothers me is because I. I, I deal exactly the same way um, with the same things that many Americans do, that you have a member of the family uh, who is different. OK, so what do you do? All I know is Christ teaches me two things. Man is created in his image. That God created all of us. That God doesn't make mistakes. I believe that many people, not all, especially now because it's so popular. Uh, many people are truly born. Uh, Bruce Jenner. I think he was born really feeling he is a woman. I can't imagine the torture. I can't imagine being born. If, we, if it was all of a sudden reversed and being straight and we're getting there is uh, some sort of a a problem who'd want to be born a problem i believe you were born that way okay so what do i do because i know god doesn't make mistakes if you were born that way how do i i don't know i don't have the answer so i fall back on i love you i love you i don't know i don't have the answer and I won't have it and probably until the time when I cross over to the other side. And that's when we'll all know for sure. I right now cannot square this circle that God creates man. He doesn't make mistakes. Great. So that's not a mistake. What is it? When it comes to me, my job is to love people. And encourage them to be good human beings. What bothers me about the left is that's not good enough. That's not good enough. I have deep religious convictions. I am examining all of my religious convictions. And I'm coming up with much of the same answer over and over and over again. I can't change what I believe because it's no longer popular. If that's my belief, if my belief system is what, based on what's popular or what people on TV say, then that's not belief. That's a fad. 
But people can wake up today and say, oh, uh, by the way, uh, pansexual, that's a real thing. They can wake up today. Nobody's ever heard of it. And they can declare it truth. And then they judge you. And I can't say, okay, if you're pansexual, fine. I don't agree with you, but fine. That's not good enough. Those of us who are truly loving, truly fight this because it's in your own family. And so you're, I don't mean fight homosexuality. I mean, fight what's in your head. I truly believe in God. I truly know these things, but I also know I cannot do anything other than love this family member. There's no choice. I love them. And they will always be safe with me. But I don't know how to square that circle. For the people who are really, truly suffering that battle in their head. To have somebody come along who doesn't have that faith. Who can't even understand that religious stuff. To judge me and just expect me to give it up because it's only religion and religion's ridiculous is extraordinarily offensive. I would love to see somebody who disagrees with me admit that they can understand that. And if they can't understand that, then before opening your mouth to somebody out of compassion, and if you truly want understanding, Take a minute. Put yourself in the other person's shoes because I've put myself in Bruce Jenner's shoes. I understand and as much as I possibly can, and I have compassion for him. Back in just a minute with your phone call. Uh, Let me tell you about Rough Greens. Sherry wrote in, she said, from day one, my dog Lily enjoyed eating her food again. We had the hardest time getting her to eat. I'm so glad to know that it wasn't just me and Uno. Every day was a battle, and food frequently got thrown away. But now she eats every bit of her food, and she has so much more energy. I'm definitely continuing to use Rough Greens and recommend it to others. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement that you put in your dog's food. It has probiotics, antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, omega oils. These are just some of the things that your dog needs to live a healthier lifestyle. They're all in Rough Greens. I will tell you, the only reason why I started using Rough Greens is I just would do anything to get my dog to eat. He would not eat. This he loves so God bless Rough Greens. But what happened over about a six-month period, I started seeing changes in him that still today are going on. I mean, he is a different dog. Get a free bag, your first bag of Rough Greens, just for your dog to try to make sure that they like it. Get your first bag free. Just pay for shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash back. Roughgreens.com slash back. Or call 833-GLEN33. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. This is the Glenbeck program. Let's go to Joe. Hello, Joe. Welcome to the Glenbeck program. 
Hey, Glenn, long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you, sir. A couple of comments. Uh, first of all, I told your screener that I don't agree with 100% of what you say, mm-hmm. but what's amazing is everything that you have stated, 90% of it that I've chosen to go check, has been factual. And so I realize that there are very few, uh, and I don't mean to put you in this circle, but talking heads, if you will, or pundits, yeah. conservative uh, pundits, that are stating the facts. And what is so aggravating to me is these people, these conservatives, keep saying this. I hear it over and over. I heard it twice last night on Newsmax. I don't understand why they keep doing this. They're so stupid. The, the, the Biden administration is so stupid. They keep making these stupid decisions. And I want to scream and jump to the TV. They're not stupid. They are very intelligent. Yes. They're doing exactly what they told you in 2008 when Barack Obama ran for president that they were going to transform America. Yes. And wake up, people. This is, I, I will tell you, Joe, you're right on the money. This is going to be studied by historians as the, the biggest, uh, theft of wealth in the history of the world. It will also be known as the period where the world lost its freedom and didn't see it coming. It, this is a three-card Monty game that no one accepts right now, but that is the only way history will record our time as insane and blind. Thanks, Joe. Let me go to Stacy in Washington. Hello, Stacy. Hi, um, so I was calling because, you know, I've been listening to you for the last couple of years. I used to years ago think you were crazy. <laughs> and then I've actually, <laughs> then I actually paid attention and realized that uh, you're not crazy. And then recently they were talking about that unrealized gains that they yeah. want to do on the billionaires. Yes. And we all know everything trickles down. Oh, and yeah. I just bought a five acre homestead. And I'm setting up to sustain for my family for food. And then I realized if they do this unrealized gains, we all know it's going to come to us. How do we keep our homes and our homesteads and our feeding our family if they tax us on what we can't af- on what we the market value of our houses is? And um, I have to pay a tax on something I can't I haven't earned. How do I keep my home? Uh, Well, that is, I mean, that's an interesting question. And seeing that the Great Reset um, markets as a uh, as a a benefit that by 2030 you'll own nothing and like it uh, is probably the answer to that question. Um, I don't know how this is going to work. This is completely new territory. Um, I think the unrealized gains hopefully won't affect right away because I think, well, I know, according to Kay Schiller, we're in the biggest bubble in the history of housing bubbles right now. We are now uh, double the bubble that was happening in 2008. We are double that on the Kay Schiller index. So, you know, it's different this time, is it? Is it the Fed yesterday started talking about how this is a massive housing bubble and it is going to correct itself? So hopefully, you know, we all lose value in in our house and prices go down for a while. But this is the plan to impoverish everyone, take it away through taxes. So it is the Robin Hood story. 
where the king sends the sheriff out to collect the taxes and the people don't have taxes and all of that money is given to the elites and the friends of the king. That's why Robin Hood came about. He wasn't taking from the citizens. He was taking it back. The citizens had already been robbed. He was going and robbing the king. And he was giving that money back to the people. We're finally going to understand the parable of of uh, Robin Hood. We're finally going to get that. It's not about Marxism. In fact, it's quite the opposite. I would just suggest don't buy more than you can afford. Continue to think about the unthinkable. I mean, I think that we are headed for uh, what our grandparents went through in the Great Depression. Uh, it is going to be bad. Uh, I don't know when that hits us, but it's going to be really bad. When it does, you just need to be prepared as much as you can. Um, you're going to need your neighbors. If you bought a farm, you're you're probably in the right area. Um, you really want to be away from these major cities. Uh, and you want to be in a place to where people think like you do because we're going to need each other. We're going to need each other. Back in just a minute uh, with an update on Disney from a former Disney employer uh, employee that just couldn't take it anymore, left a while ago, uh, and uh, is revealing himself for the first time. You probably have seen, well, I know you have, seen his work, but it's always been by Anonymous. He, quote, comes out on today's program next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about American financing. Uh, have you called them yet? Yes, several times, actually. Have you? Have yeah. you? Recently? Yeah, not, not, not too long ago I talked to them, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you did that, uh, you did that loan. They used them multiple times, yeah. yes. And they've been great. Uh, they've been fantastic since the beginning. Why did you ask me that, though? I mean, it's a weird question to ask me on the well, air. I was just, I mean, I, just I, I, wondering, because I was asking it's kind of a private, if it's, you know, it's if private, they had called yet. Because my financial dealings are not really your business. Save money, uh, you know, if you have debts or something. And I know you're riddled with debts <laughs> because of all the gambling and the purse buying that you do mm -hmm. and you that's know. for me my wife likes them too <laughs> <laughs> you can save a buttload of money right now get out of the high interest credit cards if you're looking for a mortgage get the best deal you can find they do not work for the banks everybody is salaried they don't take kickbacks from the banks hey can you get us Get this loan instrument and uh, use this. We really need you to push this. That doesn't happen at American Financing. They work for you. 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net. Call them now. 800-906-2440.
about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Today, I am just taking calls and listening to you. I want you to feel heard by the nation, and I really want to know what's on your mind, how we can help. The number is 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Now, I am going to take one other phone call because what happened with Disney this week is insanity. And I've had this gentleman on before, but I've never introduced him other than Politizoid, uh, a uh, banner that he has been using to release all of his information. Well... He said he wants to come out of the closet. So I'm not going to out him as a former Disney employee and name him. I'll let him do that if he still wants to. And he'll tell us what's really going on in Disney. We do that in 60 seconds. Sometimes the people we send out to defend our freedom don't come back. Sometimes when they do, they come back forever different from the person they were before. And as patriotic Americans, it is not merely our privilege to enjoy freedom. It is our duty to uphold those who fight for it. And I don't mean just overseas. I mean the cops, the firefighters that come in and they are defending us every day. We lose one. We should take care of them. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family to stability. We lose this kind of feeling inside of ourselves and we say, well, the government, they should be doing it. We lose who we truly are. It is our responsibility to take care of one another. For catastrophically injured veterans, first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. And now, Operation Home Base. They're gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. So join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Do it now. T2T.org. Former Disney artist, uh, founder and creative director of Politozoid. If you don't know what Politozoid is, yes, you do. Uh, about I think about a year ago, I've lost track of time. A year ago, two years ago, um, he came out with a um, with a video of "It's a Small World." Here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to "It's a Woke World." And you're going into "It's a Small World." Communist Party in cooperation with the Communist Party paying for this. Reimagine tomorrow. And the animation the animation is tremendous. The production value is tremendous. And it's done by a former Disney artist, and he's on with us now. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. Good morning, Glenn. It's good to talk to you. 
I have heard that you are coming out of the closet. Uh, and uh, I don't want to out you. Is that true? Uh, yes. I am going to tell you that I identify as Bob Arvin. Bob Arvin. Uh, well, that doesn't just because you identify as Bob Arvin doesn't make you Bob Arvin. But I, I digress. Well, my parents made me Bob Arvin. So, <laughs> um, so Bob, you have you have been out of Disney and uh, you have been making these things that go really against what Disney is doing. Uh, and you've you've not attached your name. Why? Well, honestly, when I started about 12 years ago, I, I did put my name on there, and I w- was uh, doing some publicity on it. Uh, I always just branded it as Politozoid and uh, never really took that on as my own you know, moniker. But mm-hmm. uh, um, as things progressed, I mean, I, I took a little bit of a break because we had funding during the 2010 uh, election cycle that lasted you know, about a year and a half. And after that, we weren't able to get additional funding. So I went back to just doing client work and the world changed. And uh, especially uh, when I jumped out, uh, you know, during the Trump administration and, and did the, the piece shift hits the fan. Once, yeah, once so great shared by Donald Trump shift. Uh, the people fan. get nasty, nasty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, tell us what's going on. How long has Disney been like this? Uh, you know, the, the, the half the characters need to be LGBTQIA, and they're leaving out the two plus, um, by the end of the year. And it does not seem like a tolerant place if you disagree with that as your mission. No, I, it's really kind of changed over the last decade or so. Um, I mean, it's been over 20 years since I was there, but I, I know other people that stayed with the company. And actually, through the world video and my last appearance on your show, um, you know, a lot of Disney artists reached out to me. Uh, really? So just to say thank you. Others uh, I'm working with now on projects. Um, and, uh, you know, so I've been able to get a little more of a line on, on kind of what, what, how this developed. Uh, I, I really think the turning point was the passing of Roy E. Disney, who was yes. Walt's nephew in 2009. And uh, I had heard a, a rumor when I was at Disney in, in uh, the late 90s um, that there was a film in development called Wildlife. And uh, a few of the artists that I reached out to yesterday when I knew I was going to be on your show were able to confirm what I had heard. Uh, and, and this film, it was going to be one of the first, you know, this was only a couple of years after Toy Story, the first one came out. Right. And uh, so feature animation was wanting to do CG character animation. Um, and they were developing this film and they, uh, I mean, they probably poured millions of dollars into it and they did a test clip and it had some homoerotic jokes in it. And uh, Roy Disney was watching the screening. And from what I understand, he stood up in the screening room, told the projectionist to turn the projector off. And he announced, he says, we do not make films like this. Uh, and he shut it down, and that was that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I think in the, since he passed, and then also, you know, as the politics have changed in our nation, I think that 
um, you know, I guess to put it in, you know, a not so savory term, there were sleeper cells of these kind of militant activists within the company that have been activated now, and and they're emboldened, and they're using the smear campaign against the bill in Florida um, to push their agenda. And really it's kind of like an internal hostile takeover of Disney is what's happening right now. So it used to be uh, that, you know, people like me would go to work for Disney uh, because you're such a huge fan and I'd sweep the street if I had to, because I was so in awe of what Walt had done and, uh, and the spirit of the place that it was a just a happy place to be where you could leave the world behind that's not it anymore um wh- how, what is the percentage do you think how many are is is the the majority of the employees on this bandwagon or are just the other employees just too afraid to say anything i think it's the latter uh i've spoken to several that still work for the company in one capacity or another, and they are afraid to uh, deviate in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I mean, there's, you know, some hardcore conservatives that I know that work there that HR will quiz them on gender pronouns. And if they don't say the prescribed answers, uh, you know, you're probably not going to continue working there. So uh, it's entirely possible that it's, you know, that, the Disney company is like a, 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 you know, exactly like what's happening in our own country. It's like a small, active minority is steering the ship. And the majority are afraid to speak out or only now just kind of waking up to what's going on and trying to figure out what can be done. We're talking to Bob Arvin, uh, former Disney artist and founder and creative director of Politizoid. Uh, which you've probably seen many of of these um, digitized cartoons, and they're fantastic um, uh, and and rare because they're done with um, real skill, uh, and they're they kind of hold up the right point of view, if you will, uh, and you just don't see that very often. Um, Bob, the, um, the impact on our society, I mean, right now we're fighting this stuff in our schools, but I think Disney will have a much bigger impact than schools will even have. And I don't see parents standing up to Disney like they're standing up to the, uh, to the school boards. Well, I think before people kind of had, you know, an inkling that, some of this might have been going on, but it was still kind of hidden. And uh, so you were still willing to subscribe to Disney Plus and go to the parks and, uh, uh, and you know, and still pretend like you're going to Walt's Walt Park from the past. Um, but now it's like, you know, with the footage that just came out this week, there's yeah. no doubt about the agenda and what's going on. And I, I don't, it's, those people in the, the footage are living in a bubble. It's like they're all just kind of, you know, yeah. in a little circle, saying all the same things, encouraging each other to do and say the same things. And they don't know their core audience. They are abandoning their core audience in favor of this agenda. And what they're going to destroy gonna do, it. They, they will, if they don't destroy it, it'll be damaged for a generation. Um, it's and it, and it saddens me to say that. I mean, you know, I, I was 
an annual pass holder for years. Yeah, I mean, so when was I was out here, I would go down to the park just to listen to the piano player on Main Street yeah. you know, while everybody else was in line to yeah. <laughs> ride the rides. But yeah. now, you know, it's like Disney doesn't even want the Southern California residents because they can, you know, they can really bilk the the tourists coming from out of town for thousands of dollars, whereas, you know, those of us in Southern California are like, where's our discount? And they're like, discount? Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, I will tell you that for a long time, you know, you would put up with it and, you know, you'd put up because it was, it seemed like it just became all about the money. Uh, and it was. Uh, and that's what's happening again. It's about the money. They just don't want any trouble. And, uh, you know, the people that they've always wanted at the park are not the angry militants. It is just the average family. Uh, and I'm, I'm hoping that this is a line um, that the families will draw. We've always had Disney. I mean, it's gotten much more dicey in the last 10 to 15 years. But this is now 50% of everything they make is going to be LGBTQ. Um, that's a remarkable uh, statement for them to make and come out with. Uh, and hopefully people will say, I, you know what? I, I don't want you teaching my kids anything. I want you, I just want sweet stories. Okay. Preserve my children's innocence. Please stop with jamming this down their throat. And I don't care what it is. I wouldn't want them talking about, you know, a conservative, hey, everybody, you got to go to this church. I wouldn't want that either. Leave my children alone, Disney. Hopefully, people will see it that way, but I don't know if they will. Well, I, I think people are coming to the realization that this is another part of the attack on the American family. And, you know, with, without the family intact, um, you know, we, we start to crumble as a people, as yeah. a culture, as a nation. Yeah. And, you know, they didn't go after Warner Brothers. They didn't go after Universal. They didn't go after Sony. They went after Disney. Of course. Because they knew that that was the one and only studio in Hollywood that upheld traditional American values and made family entertainment. Yep. And they know if you capture the kids, you've got it. You win. You win. Thank you so much, Bob. I appreciate everything that you do. If you uh, if you want to see his uh, if you want to see his latest, it's uh, it's pretty good. You can find it at politizoid.com, politizoid.com. Bob, thank you. Thank you, Glenn. You bet. Bye bye. Relief Factor. Uh, Hannah wrote in and she said, Relief Factor got me out of pain. Now I can work in my flower garden. I can walk my dog. I can run up and down the stairs without being in pain all the time. I also sleep through the night now, which used to never happen because I would have to have an ice pack on my knee. I don't anymore. Thank you for Relief Factor. If you're dealing with pain, please just give it a try. It's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors, and it has four different ingredients that, that attack the inflammation in your body. From four different directions. Inflammation is what causes most of our pain, most of our problems as well. The three week quick start developed for you is 1995. It's a dollar a day, like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and 70% go on to order more after the trial pack. 
Why would you do that month after month after month unless it was working for you? That's pretty good odds. See if you're part of the 70%. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF. Get 1995 three-week quick start developed for you. ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number four relief. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. Let me go to line five and Chris in Florida. Hello, Chris. Hey, how are you, Glenn? Good. How are you? Good. Longtime listener. I love your show. Thank you. Foremost. And Stu, too. Uh, quick, <laughs> discounted your quick, opinion now on everything, but yeah, uh, quick comment. I'll be keep it short to be respectful of everyone else's time on the phone. The um, I was a manager at Disney World back in 1992, 30 years ago, and we knew even back then that the uh, the ratio of employees that were gay was right around 15. percent I don't know how they tracked that, but that was common knowledge back then. And it became very evident um, employee night at the time was Thursday evenings and they would come out to Pleasure Island, which was the bar and nightclub area mm-hmm. of Disney at the time, which yep. they hence got rid of. But uh, Fireworks Factory, Rock and Roll Beach Club, Explorers Club, Mannequin's Dance Palace, all those places, Thursday night, employee night, especially happy hour. That was their power hour. I mean, they come out in force. And um, I'm just a little surprised to hear it took them this long to feel empowered, self-empowered politically to come out and speak their views and such. You know, I don't think that it is that they feel empowered to uh, speak their views. I think that it is um, the the radical left agenda that is looking at Disney and empowering people to say, step up, make a difference politically. Everything is political. I don't I don't think the average person that is homosexual or whatever is trying to force this on everybody else. But they're all being uh, whipped up into a frenzy and being told, if you don't do this, then you're not really you're a sellout or whatever, whatever. I'm, I'm yeah. not sure that they for the first time feel empowered. I think the. Uh, the people that want to use it for political purposes and people, honestly, and I know this sounds harsh, but it is true that in their own BLM says it in their own documents, destroy the family, destroy the nuclear nuclear family. Those people yeah. are the ones that I think are are running everything. Thank sure. you. Quick other. OK, sure. go ahead. Go One ahead. More comment. Yeah, uh, I called in originally going to call in about the digital currency comments, uh, black market currency. Every, as we know, every third world country has the national currency and then they have the street currency. Yeah. And I was curious what your thoughts were about what's going to turn into America for our black market currency on the street. Uh, copper, loaves of bread, bottles of water or something that we're going to trade as currency. Yeah, I think. Well, first of all, um, this is what uh, dictatorial um, governments do. They make everybody a criminal. And then they can enforce those laws selectively and take out the people they want. So by uh, having a digital currency that is not like Bitcoin, one that tracks everything you do and keeps a very tight record on who you are, um, if you start to want to go out of that, uh, you want to buy more than what they say you can buy, 
then you're into a black market, which would make you a criminal. However, you're right. In all of these countries, they do have black markets uh, and they're generally left alone. I think the very beginning of it is going to be supplies. It's going to be things that you need. It's going to be food. It will be bread. Then it will be services. And then I don't know what it settles into, but it will start going to silver and gold or something. Um, but at, at first, uh, I think it will just be a barter thing. What can I do that would help me feed my family? You're growing some vegetables. Can I fix your car or whatever it is? Skills are going to become very important again very soon. Thank you for your call. We're going to go back to the phones. I want to hear from you today. The number is 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Your voice should be heard. We're here. 888-727-BECK. More in a minute. The Glenn Back Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You know, it used to be that you'd look at your paycheck and all you'd have to be unhappy about was the amount taken out in taxes. Ah, the good old days. Now, when you look at it, you also have to consider high inflation. What, what does that number on your check actually mean with inflation? That's the real kick in the gut. When you consider all those things, you still have to keep paying on month after month your mortgage, your usual expenses, your credit card debt that hangs over your head like a rain cloud. It is time to do something about it. If you haven't already done it, please pick up the phone and give American Financing a call. Their experts will give you free mortgage reviews, and you'll see what your loan options are. If they give you a consolidation loan or a mortgage refi, you could end up saving hundreds of dollars a month every month, as much as $1,000 every month, and you could skip up to two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. Call American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, American Financing. The Great Reset is the book from Glenn Beck. It is available now at bookstores everywhere or at glennsnewbook.com. This is the Glenn Beck program. If you miss any part of today's uh, broadcast, go back and get the podcast. Especially the first hour, I, I opened up with um, showing you what happened at the Global Summit. Uh, I'm sorry, the Global Governance Summit, uh, summit the Global Government Government Summit, uh, where we're all planning for a new world order, I guess. Day one was yesterday, uh, and the first session was entitled, Are You Ready for the New World Order? Yay! Uh, the second one was on digital currency. And they made it very clear. We're not talking about Bitcoin. We are talking about a government-run currency that will have an absolute ledger, uh, ledger on how and who buys and sells everything. They're very clear that they see Bitcoin and other what we consider cryptocurrencies now as the enemy. Yes. They want it centralized and done by a government 
And that's how they see the future going, because then they can monitor everything. And they said that as if it was a positive. Cheer it on. In the New York Times today, central banks around the world are experimenting with issuing digital replacements for cash in the form of central bank digital currencies. But those are, by and large, not anonymous. In January, white paper, the Federal Reserve made clear that any digital currency it would issue would would differ materially from cash, which enables anonymous transactions. Now, you may not think that that's a big deal, but this is programmable. So they can shut you off if you're buying something that's not even illegal. But maybe, maybe, you know, you're gaining a lot of weight because... All of your information, all of your information will be centralized. So you're gaining weight. You could you're going to need insulin and we don't want to pay for diabetes. No more chocolate for you. No more sugar for you. Only this amount and your money will not work to buy it. Uh, If you think I'm crazy and you think this is a right wing conspiracy theory, Representative Stephen Lynch, a Democrat from Massachusetts, Uh, Does not, he says, I don't like the idea of banks and governments being able to track every transaction a person makes. We are, quote, trying to preserve some element of anonymity and not have full spectrum surveillance of every aspect of everyone's life. End quote. That's in the New York Times Today editorial section. Give that to your friends who say, no, never happened. Uh, let me go to Carol in Texas. Hi, Carol. Hi, Glenn. I'm glad I finally got through. Um, listen, before I launch into a comment and a question, uh, I just wanted to tell you thank you for putting um, your neck on the chopping block over and over again. Hey, let's not uh, say please that. Tell Stu. <laughs> <laughs> please tell Stu to grow up about it, being asked questions. It's 2022. <laughs> and um, for um, uh, the people that are growing things and growing your plants this year and, and just starting out, buy heirloom seeds. Yes. That's, that's very important. Yes. So anyway, so let me let me just launch into this. I know the guy told me to be quick. From the beginning, I think this was all planned. I think uh, Trump was right. They had to get him out to get yes. to us, and that's what they're doing now. And I think all along they wanted to, um, with the pa- the pandemic, I almost said pandemic, um, they wanted to kill many of the elderly, the infirmed, uh, the vaccine. I don't know about that. Learning is leading. I, I, I do. I believe that. that well, I, you can believe it. I'm not sure. A guy in 1981 that said that that was what. No, no, no. Uh, I, it was back in 1981. Believe me, I, I, I know the complete live system, etc. Uh, and I don't think it's beyond people to do that. I hope that that is not true. And I haven't seen evidence of that. But I see how you could draw that conclusion. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I didn't used to believe any of this stuff, but nowadays I don't I don't think they're I think they're capable of anything. They are capable so, of anything, yes. So um I also think that they wanted to the, this was all to establish control, who can be controlled, who can't. They're calling the workforce of those who can't be controlled. Mm-hmm. So my question is, besides prepping food-wise and and your home life-wise as a Christian, what do we do? I'm a doer. I'm a fighter. Um, what can we do? What organization can we contact? Can we join? What do doers do? Okay. Um, that's a big question uh, off the top of my head. Let me give you the most important thing that you can do. One, live by like-minded people who think like you, that understand Christian charity 
and not anger. We're going to need love and not anger to stand up for the things we love, not just stand against the things we hate. That will take us onto the wrong track. So live near like-minded people that understand Christian charity and that we're all in it together and that understand right now that they should be discussing, hey, how do, do you have tools that I don't have? Does anybody in town know how to do this? How about this, that if you haven't started a, uh, a farmer's market or don't have one in town, you should start one right now. But the most important thing that you can do and I say this, um, those with ears will hear. The Lord is speaking to people right now. And I feel compelled to say, and you know exactly what I mean. You are listening at this time for a reason. He is speaking either through his scriptures. It's funny because... God and I have this weird relationship. I just kind of talk, and then once in a while, he'll wake me up when I stop talking, and he'll be like, hey, dude, do you have a second? You can listen to me now for a second. Uh, so we have, I have, a, I have a relationship, and I know usually when it's God and when it's my voice. Um, Tanya doesn't, doesn't relate to that at all. She gets her answers while she's reading the scriptures. And, uh, you know, we were talking about something pretty major. And I said, have you read your scriptures? And she's like, I'm going to find that answer in this. And I said, yeah, but you will find your answer because you always do. And she was like, oh, yeah, you're right. And she started praying about it and opened up her scriptures. And boom, the first day she was she was writing in bed. And I said, oh, you're reading your scriptures and you're writing. What uh, what'd you find? What'd you find? It's, a, it's funny because we're on the opposite side. And she said, nothing. I don't, uh, nothing. And I said, oh, so in other words, what you found agreed with me. <laughs> uh, anyway, we had a great conversation, or at least I thought so. Um, the, uh, the, so he speaks in many ways. However he speaks to you, no matter how crazy it might sound, no matter how you're like, so I'm supposed to stand here with this or I'm supposed to go someplace and do this. I'm in the wrong place or I'm in absolutely the right place and I don't like the place that I'm in. Ask him because he is. Do I don't know what he's doing, but he is doing something. And I am hearing from people all over the country. I had a guy in my uh, office who's a good friend and he's a spiritual guy. He's a, you know, he believes in God and everything else, but he is not a get down on your knees every day and pray three times a day and read my scriptures every single day. He's not that guy. He's very spiritual and he loves the Lord and everything else, but he's not that guy. And he doesn't hear voices or have dreams or anything else. And he came to me recently. And I mean, this is a guy who I don't think cried when his children were born <laughs> Or any other time in his life. And he was weeping. And he said, listen, I'm not a guy that <laughs> I've waited eight months to talk to you about this because I'm not that guy. I don't hear voices. I don't have dreams. I, that's not I this is crazy. But I know what I know. Don't dismiss those things. You remember when I told you back in. 2006 
when I said there's going to come a time where you won't recognize your country anymore and you will need to be so in tune with the spirit that when it speaks to you, you could be walking down the street and something inside will say, turn around, go the other direction. You have to be in a place to where you do not question that. You turn around immediately. You may not know the answer. It may not make sense, but you do it. This is that time. We are approaching that time where you need that kind of discipline. It is, I'm telling you, you are the group of people. I've, I've felt this since September 11th. You are the people that are going to save or save a remnant of this nation. And you're going to do it in very unusual ways. You're not going to be fighting about it. You are going to obey his voice, no one else's voice. And you're going to love and you're going to heal because of that. Just prepare. And if you just listen to this show for entertainment, I mean, Jesus, more things that are funny. Like last night's special was very, very funny. Very informative, but very funny as well. Uh, you can listen to that. I mean, I don't know. If you're looking for entertainment, I don't know. Try Disney. <laughs> oh, that's great advice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back in just a second, let me, t- let me tell you about uh, LifeLock. Great news. Now that we're moving towards a programmable currency, as uh, outlined in the New York Times today, uh, in a few years, cyber criminals, you know, they're going to have low ESG scores, I'm sure, because they're going to be online using energy, you know, plugging their phone in. Holy cow. Uh, And uh, they're not going to be able to do things that they could do. But right now, we still have a real problem with cybersecurity. Nobody can stop all these criminals. A lot of them are in Russia. Some of them, actually, they have whole buildings, uh, skyscrapers in China that are full of hackers that are 24-7 trying to hack into our Pentagon and into our critical infrastructure here in America. Nobody can stop all of it. Nobody can catch all of it. But LifeLock is the best. And if somebody does hack into your material and takes your identity and uses it, they are the best to help clean it up as well. They have a special team that will work with you. It's 800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. If you call them now, you're going to get 25% off if you use the promo code back. So call them and use that promo code 800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com. Lifelock.com. Promo code back. The Glenn Back Program. Uh, so Stu is, uh, I don't know who made these. It's really wrong. The uh, breakfast cereal that remembers when men were men, Wakey's, mm. with Leah Thomas on the, and uh, Champion Leah Thomas. I have, I have the, uh, the breakfast of female champions, Weenies, with Leah Thomas on the front. And by the way, it would be so wrong of you if you went and you bought, you bought the new Weenies t-shirt. Uh <laughs> You know, the breakfast cereal that says, hey, wear your pride. You eat you eat weenies for breakfast. You can go to weenies for breakfast dot com 
and uh, get this. A new breakfast cereal. Don't have any idea what it tastes like, but uh, it's a breakfast of champions. I don't think Female gonna, champions. Not going to eat it. Not going to eat yeah, it? Yeah, I've just no. made that decision. Uh, not going to yeah, eat well, it. Yeah, well, you want to really want really to get the t-shirt now. Yeah, the t-shirt yeah. is great. The t-shirt is I'm not going to eat the cereal, though. No. I don't know what they've put into yeah. it, and I don't want to know. know. Don't know. <laughs> Uh, by the way, uh, there's uh, something else. Um, I have I received so much, um, so many comments on something that is based on Lady Columbia, which I'll explain some other time. But I was thinking about American justice, and I painted this this woman, uh, and she's draped in a flag. And when I posted it online, it was a reaction like I've never seen before. So I've made this into a poster, uh, and every dollar that is uh, raised by selling this poster is going to go directly to buying things that are of historic value, um, things that just need to be preserved. Um, but it's also a great thing for you. Uh, if you if you like this poster, you can find it at glenbeckart.com, glenbeckart.com. It's a limited edition uh, and I think we're also selling, I mean, at an eye bleed price. It's shameful. I might as well be Disney World. Um, but, but if you want a signed edition, you can uh, also get that. It's a little more expensive than the, uh, than the regular poster. You know how much cost po- for posters to print? You think they're cheap until you print them. And you're like, what? Well, you're printing them at like super high quality. Yeah, yeah, These yeah. Are yeah. Not like your yeah, this normal, is really high yeah, quality. Really nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Let me uh, let me see if I can go to uh, Eric. I have two minutes. Eric, can you make your point in two minutes? Hey, I got uh, the chance to talk to somebody who's building data centers in Texas, and uh, he's building data centers that are carbon negative, and that some of the big investors are BlackRock and some of the other companies that you're talking about and their sole purpose is to mine bitcoin and cryptocurrencies so these companies are not diverging or divesting out of these they're actually getting more involved in you know i and i think because i've often wondered about blackrock because blackrock is part of the fed coin there i mean they are they are all over this um and then they just recently took on cryptocurrency and said they were going to start investing in Bitcoin, et cetera, et cetera. And I thought, why would they do that? And oh. then I realized, oh, you know, that's something that the largest hedge fund in the world could always hold over the head of governments. Oh, you know what? Oh, you got that? Yeah. Well, we hedged our bet with Bitcoin. Uh, and it's a way for them to hold on some some power, and not uh, to mention make a lot of money. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Um, you know, even Exxon is now doing this. Uh, I know they, they are. Act- Exxon yeah, is not mining for oil; they're <laughs> mining for Bitcoin. How insane is that? Yeah, they're using run. I mean, a lot of this is, I think, really cool. They're running uh, like the the gas they would normally burn off. Uh, or use to generate electricity, you know, for minor projects. They're now converting into Bitcoin mining. Uh, I, the amount of people jumping into this is, uh, is pretty in- interesting. Yeah. And what is Bitcoin uh, today? Forty-seven thousand. Forty-seven thousand. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a roller coaster ride. But if you <laughs> yeah. if you bought it early and you held on. 
today at least is a really good day. Mm. You know, oh no, it's forty six thousand. Oh my gosh, sell it all, yeah. jump off the top of the building. Remember, they were talking about twenty nine. It's going to break twenty nine and go down. Mm. I mean, it could be over. That was like a month ago. <laughs> this is the Glenn Back program. Let me tell you about Sea Force. When you drink water, uh, do you get it from the tap? Uh, you want something that has, uh, you know, more, uh, uh, what do you call it, alkalinity to it uh, without all the chemicals and everything else. Alkaline is really, really good for you. I'm just learning about this stuff because of my wife. But anyway, um, Seaforce is water that you can buy anywhere. It comes from sustainable, natural aquifer deep underneath, believe it or not, Chuck Norris's Lone Wolf Ranch. It dates back to about 23,000 years ago from the last ice age, and it is really good. It's available in many retailers across the U.S. and Amazon.com. Just check out Seaforce.com for a location near you. Get the water. I mean, he's he doesn't like my slogan. Uh, you know, a drink of this is like a roundhouse kick to the face. Uh, for some reason, he wouldn't go with that, but uh, still working on him. Seaforce. Dot com. It is about time for your voice to be heard coast to coast and worldwide. You got something to say? We want to hear it. 888-727-BECK. It's time America hears from real Americans. Screw the experts. I want to hear from you next. I've talked a lot about Patriot Mobile and what they do. Patriot Mobile, uh, the one thing that I really like about them is the things they don't do. Like they don't support Planned Parenthood like Verizon does. They don't fire workers that aren't vaccinated the way T-Mobile is doing right now. They don't fight against your rights. Okay. They're not making, you know, uh, they're not indoctrinating your children with all kinds of, uh, you know, sexual things in kindergarten like disney is this is a company that knows what they specialize in and that's a great phone call they have they're on the same towers as everybody else so you're going to get the same great coverage plus they have plans that will fit anybody's budget 100 percent us-based customer support team and they're uh, you'll save sometimes up to half off of your bill PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. They stand with us. We need to stand with them. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 972-PATRIOT. Give them the offer code Beck and you get free activation. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 972-PATRIOT. All right. Let me go to James in Virginia. Hello, James. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, 
I don't, I've been rehearsing for the last hour and 40 minutes. You can, can just indulge me just for a moment. Uh, yeah. so at the very Sorry. beginning, I, I, no, you're fine. You're fine. So I initially was very skeptical when I heard, you know, a World Economic Forum great reset until I started hearing other independent news reporting on uh, what's kind of going on. And so with that being said, like I went searching through their website and I found some really bizarre stuff that's just very blatantly open. Uh, you know, the one and a half degrees temperature in the world the yeah. world's going to end by 2030. Meat's going to disappear. We're all going to eat bugs. We're all going to like it. Um, yesterday, yeah. I watched your special while I was on the treadmill and the Build Back Better that's across the world from Joe Biden to uh, that goofy haired guy in England to New Zealand. It's all hair raising. And when I've heard your other people come onto your show and they talk about, you know, Russia, Ukraine, this, that, and the other, Alex Dugan in his book. And what is the U.S.'s biggest export? It's culture. Now, mm-hmm. I get Russia from their perspective. Like, Me too. They don't want nothing to do with what we got going on. That nobody, and France doesn't want it. France, the president of France has said, don't take this culture coming out of, out of the United States. It's poison. France thinks it's crazy. So anyway, go people. ahead. So, so my question to you, to you both, with the... Convention of states that's kind of looming. Is it possible that we can get ahead of this? I personally yes. don't, but I also look back. What would our founding fathers think of what our nation has, has been doing to its own citizens abroad and what would their actions be? I keep coming back to one thing, and you mentioned it many, many months ago, saying I'm not ready to give up on this nation yet, but all the indicators are pointing towards a national divorce. And it sounds bizarre, but as I, I swore an oath to the Constitution and all the documents that were set forth to build the world's greatest superpower. But at what point is enough enough to be like, you know what, this is no longer working. We need to bring what our federal government what was supposed to be a small, small, very small item, which has now become this massive entity. And what point do we get back to that? of like, you know what? No, no more. Bring it back to the states where we're no longer worrying about the woke CEOs that are that are in California having influence over Florida. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I will tell you, we can beat it, but we are running out of time. Um, And, you know, you mentioned the Convention of States. That is probably the best thing we could do if we got together and got the uh, what do we have now? Twenty two, uh, nineteen, nineteen. Nineteenth uh, just happened two days ago, which was okay. South Carolina. Okay, so nineteen states. I think we need thirty thirty four four to be able to have a convention of states. And this is this is some this is not a constitutional convention. This is only open on certain things that everybody has to vote on before it even opens. So you can't just bring things up like, I want to get rid of the Second Amendment. No, unless those 34 states have already agreed, you're not bringing it up and we're not opening it up. Um, We can actually change things if we can get those 34 states. And it is it's close. Go to conventions. Is it convention of states? Convention of states dot com dot com Mm -hmm. convention of states dot com. You should get very active in uh, in that. Yeah. And by the way, four states just this year. We're only in you know March. March. So we've had just this year: Wisconsin, Nebraska, West Virginia, and South Carolina. Wisconsin, Wisconsin Mm. is joined, Um, and it it is you know it it has to be joined for sure by every red state. 
Um, and there are red states that have not jumped on board yet. I mean, South Dakota has not passed this yet. Iowa has not passed this yet. Uh, North Carolina is sort of a purple state. Uh, New Hampshire, another purple state, hasn't done it. Uh, there's a bunch of states. He's kind of surprising. Ohio has not yet. Um, Wyoming is, has not yet. Yeah, this is the way to do it. This is the found. The founders gave us Article Five, and they said when things get so out of hand and Washington will not respond, then the people have to gather in their own states and vote on certain things they want to do and get through the legislature. Certain things like um, a balanced budget, uh, term limits. No ESG scores, uh, no federal digitized, all-encompassing uh, coin that can track everybody. No spying on people. Those things can be done, and they're only going to be done by the people. And it will take a convention of states. By the way, our last caller said he watched uh, last night's show. I think he was watching uh, another show that we did a couple of weeks ago on ESG. It, it's it's full house last night if you if you saw it you know it's weird i watched it with my wife uh last night uh later after and uh she laughed and uh she doesn't laugh at me uh, really uh anymore oh, she laughs at me she doesn't laugh with me very often <laughs> uh anymore it was a really funny funny show and um in the middle of it i uh i laid something out on the chalkboard and I think it's worth revisiting today. And that's the next part of the decoder ring. Things that could never, ever happen. Can we just stop saying that as a nation? This I wrote 15 minutes before the program tonight. Flying airplanes into the World Trade Center. Never would happen until it did. The Patriot Act, take your shoes off, take your belt off. I'm going to feel your crotch for a while. And look at me, I got a badge and I make $3 an hour. I'm in charge. That would have never happened. And of course, we had the Vietnam War, but this time we had a 20-year war that we actually won. And then we handed the keys and our helicopters and our billions of dollars of airport to the people we, we were fighting the whole time. And that, that's crazy. That'll never happen. How about this one? Um, the 2008 meltdown. Uh, remember that? What? We're going to have a crash? No, I was there. I remember. That'll never happen. $750 billion bailout tarp. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. That's never happened before. Can't happen again. Of course not. $750 billion is chump change. We're now $5 trillion at the COVID bailout. <laughs> and speaking of COVID, another thing that'll just never happen. Shut down the global economy and then lock people in their houses and let giant corporations open, but mom and pa businesses, they have to stay closed. By the way, need a mask when you're standing, but not when you're sitting. Never happened, right? It did. Press colluding, uh, the president is colluding with Russia. That's what they said about Donald Trump. That could never happen. Well, then we found out not colluding with uh, Russia. Yet the press said that could never happen. He has to be guilty, even though he wasn't guilty. But then they move on. The president, including with Russia, China and Ukraine, taking dollars, millions of dollars to come on. 
through his son, who is a crack addict. And we're, well, the whole time we're expected to like, oh no, oil companies and giant banks in China, of course they hire him and it has nothing. To, the guy is doing blow off the belly of hookers. I mean, oh, it could never happen. It did happen. And yet this time the press had no interest. <laughs> and the FBI lost the laptop. Did you hear that one? Trump's family is clean. This is a guy who did business in New York. I don't know if you've ever been there, you know what I'm saying? But uh, Vinny the Nose will come by and make sure the construction site is, uh, is uh, operating the way it should be. You know what I'm saying? That guy, that guy who worked with those people for decades, he's been investigated by every top secret spy agency on the planet and maybe the aliens that the Pentagon said is real, but that'll never happen. I think they investigated him too. Nothing. His family is clean, but the one that's held up by the press, Biden, is in a crime family. It could never happen. Just like the left burning down our cities and the Democratic politicians openly Bail those people out. And then the press says it's a, really a peaceful operation. Two billion dollars worth of damage. That could never happen. The right then stormed the Capitol. Uh, the instigators lost by the FBI. Might be with a laptop. I'm not sure. Where did I put Ray Epps? Where did I put him? The press then says it's the worst since the Civil War, and the Democrats don't bail these people out. Instead, they throw the book at Grandma. That had never happened. PTA, parents are terrorists. Supreme Court justice can't define a woman, yet those who can are deplatformed and called haters. Just take this one one step at a time. The U.S. is energy independent. The president did something I never thought was possible in my lifetime. We become energy independent. And then, could never happen, right? <laughs> yeah. But then, the next president immediately shuts it down so we're not energy independent. And then we go, we go to Saudi Arabia. The guys will take any, they kill people and put them in blenders. And they won't take our president's call when we're like, we'd like to give you billions of dollars for some of your oil. No, they're pissed off at us. They won't even talk to us now because we're doing a deal with Iran and empowering the mullahs in Iran. That could never happen. Oh my gosh. We don't have pregnant women, we now have a pregnant individual. Men in California are in female prisons, that could never happen. Washington State just this, just this week said, you know what, no gas cars on the road by 2030. Check your watch. Did you ever think $5 gas would happen in the middle of the country? I didn't. Hey, remember when we used to say, hey, Disney is, like, I saw this picture, you freeze the frame, and they spelled sex out in the clouds. That's ridiculous. We would never do something like that. Yesterday, they came out with their very open sexual and gay agenda. 50% of Disney is going to center around 
Gay children, transgender children, oh man, that's good, that'll never happen. CRT in our schools, never happen. Iran, a friend, Israel, a foe. War with Russia, and my favorite, you know, you know what I haven't thought about since, I don't know, 1989? Being vaporized. I haven't thought about it since I was a kid. Now we're actually talking about being vaporized again. So please, shut the frickin' pie hole with, oh, that would never happen. <laughs> we gotta stop saying that, please. That was just the stuff off the top of my head yesterday. I think anything could happen. Jesus could come back. Jesus might be in the boardroom right now. That could never. He might be. Somebody check. Jesus, if you're in the building, please report to the studio. Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth, please report to the studio. All right, let me tell you about Goldline. And now I know this is crazy uh, because the world would never get off of the world's reserve currency, the dollar. The dollar will never crash. Uh, there's no other system that could possibly ever replace it because it's the best in the world and there is nothing else like it. Hey, by the way, while I'm here, could we play the audio from hour one uh, of the uh, the one world government summit on uh, on the economist, the American economist talking about digital money? Yeah, listen. What underpins a world order is always the financial system. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I was very privileged. My father was an advisor to Nixon when they came off the gold standard oh, in 71. And so I was brought up with a kind of inside view of how very important the financial structure is to absolutely everything else. And what we're seeing in the world today, I think, is we are on the brink of a dramatic change where we are about to, and I'll say this boldly, we're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting oh. and introduce what? a new one. What? And the new one, the new accounting, is what we call blockchain. It means digital. It means having an almost perfect record of every single transaction that happens in the economy. Okay, I think you heard enough. Hey, it'll never happen. It is happening. Why don't you call Goldline? I mean, just give him a ring. Give him a jingle. Hey, I'm hearing this conspiracy about, you know, a dollar losing its value and the world changing. Do you have a lifeboat? Uh, then do your own homework on gold, silver, whatever. Goldline, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. You think you can't afford gold. They have all kinds of specials and all kinds of deals and special ways that you can put money away every single month if that's what you want. Also, silver. They have a great deal on silver right now as well. Ask them about all of their specials and ask them about the new silver coin. Uh, I'm sorry, not a coin. Definitely not a coin. Not suitable for trading. It's not that. It's a collector's round. It looks like an older coin with Franklin on the on the front and then the original seal of the United States that Franklin wanted. It's an amazing collector's item, solid silver, uh, and you can get those now at Goldline. And soon they're going to have them in gold and copper as well. Anyway, it's Goldline.com. Goldline.com. Call them 866-GOLDLINE. Do it now. 
It could never happen. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, let's go to uh, Daniel. Hello, Daniel. Hello. Hi, how are you? Um, Okay, so uh, the reason why Disney boycotts don't work and boycotts in general don't work is that we don't inform them that we're boycotting. Um, For a boycott to be effective, you must inform your target. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they're just like, oh, our shares are down and our income's down a little bit. Oh, well. And then the other thing is... um, uh, get Curtis Yarvin on your podcast because um, he's like uh, Michael Malice in that he has a small cult following mm-hmm. and he talks to him. Uh, specifically, watch uh, Tucker Carlson's interview with him. Okay. Because uh, he explains a lot about what's going on in the current day. Okay. What, what is his name again? Curtis Yarvin. Um, I recommend the Curtis Yarvin Tucker Carlson interview. Okay, got it. You can find it on YouTube if you search really hard. <laughs> if I search really hard. Okay, that's <laughs> not good. All right, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, let me go to Joshua, North Carolina. Hey, Glenn, this is Joshua. Yeah. Um, I just had a quick question, and like you said earlier, um, God does uh, hear you out and stuff. Um, I was wondering what kind of information did you have on the post office, um, giving out, you know, information and spying on you. (laughs) So not a lot, only what they have released, uh, released, uh, released. And that is that, uh, they are a, I believe a digital eavesdropper and they go digitally onto people's facebook and whatever and they're collecting information and then passing that on to the uh you know nsa or homeland security or whom whomever i don't know uh you know i'd say just deliver the mail and leave the spying to someone else but uh that's all the information that i have on it unfortunately uh if anybody else has more information on that i'd sure love to hear it um, and we'll uh, we'll vet it and get it out. I mean, almost every agency now, in one way or another, is involved in intelligence gathering uh, on the American people. And you know, if they want to get around that law where you know you can't do that, even though they're all doing it, well, like the CIA, they'll just have MI6 spy on the American people. And we'll spy on their people, and then we swap information. Isn't it great? The Glenn Beck Program. Oh, they found a way around everything. So it's time to tell, sell your home. Is it going to be a piece of cake? Is it going to be hard? If it's a piece of cake, if you're going to move across the street or across town, you're most likely in an area where prices are way up. And so it's going to be hard for you to buy another house. But it doesn't matter if you're selling one house and you're moving across the street or across the nation. We have the real estate agent that I think you will want to meet. Uh, you'll have a lot in common. They're, they're, I think all of them are listeners to the program. Uh, but they have the right values. They have the right principles. And they have the right plan to get your home sold. Uh, you need to meet with them and and listen to their pitch, especially about advertising. How is their website traffic? That is really important when you're selling a home. 
or buying a home? Are you do you have the right person to negotiate? It's realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a referral service that's free to you. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now, realestateagentsitrust.com. You can see that entire episode of Glenn TV at blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks. This is the Glenn Beck program. Sam in Ohio. Hello, Sam. Hey, Glenn. Hey, Glenn. Hey, how are, how are you? you? Very good. Good. Um, hey, I just wanted to give you some information about looking into digital transformation in Ukraine. Um, I was listening to an interview Kevin O'Leary was doing, and um, basically he stated that um, digital currencies are um, the whole purpose of Ukraine was he thinks the ultimate outcome will be digital currencies. Sure. So I looked in. So I looked into it. And it appears, uh, if you if you ever Google um, or type in in some search engine, that's definitely um, not digital, Google. <laughs> <laughs> um, digital transformation in Ukraine, and it has all the information what's happening in Ukraine and the in the realms of um, digital ID, um, some some co- U.S. companies that are involved, such as PayPal, AWS, Microsoft, Google, Apple. Hmm. And they have an app called DIIA, um, and that is how they are going—not going, but individuals are able to go across borders to like Poland and uh, cross-border payments systems. Um, hmm. So I would encourage you to look at that. Um, in addition to that, um, I'm not sure if you're aware. Um, I, what perked my mind when uh, President Obama was talking about the Swiss system. Uh, with Russia taking them off, they are implementing uh, ISO 222. And some of the people who are involved in it is a company called Ripple. Um, Ripple is a uh, cryptocurrency or blockchain technology. Right. And there was a submission that happened back in um, earlier this year. And a submission done by Mojo Loop. And I looked into the company, and lo and behold, one of the companies was the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Um, so it's, it's quite interesting. Uh, yeah. In addition to, there is a map if you search for the CBDCs that are being implemented worldwide. So Yeah, I mean, um, isn't it crazy to you, Sam, that people say, oh, that'll never happen? Oh, oh. oh, absolutely. Sometimes I think I'm going crazy um, going down the rabbit hole, but um, I definitely am not. I usually look at original sources. I don't go to the news sites to look what's really going on in the world. Yeah, it is. Uh, if, if you're not paying attention to the world, you are going to wake up one day. And I don't think it's going to be that that long. I, I don't know about you, Sam, but I think you're right about the um, the Ukraine. This is this is the catalyst if the war continues to go, and if it doesn't, they'll have to find something else. But they need something like a global war to reset into digital currency because everybody will freak out. Um, and they have to have something else to distract and be the cause of it so they can come in with the uh, solution. 
But someday right. we're all going to wake up and people, a lot of people are going to go, when the hell did this happen? What are you, what right. are you talking about? <laughs> it's happening now. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, and um, um, good luck with everything. Yep. Thank you. Thanks, Sam. It's an awkward, you know, talk show host caller kind of conversation. You're not used to like, well, um, okay, I got to, I got to, Go to the bathroom now, so I'm going to leave. I mean, you know, how do you end it? Anyway, let me go to uh, Mary in Texas. Hello, Mary. Good morning, Glenn and Stu. How are you? Very good. good. Very good. Good. I wanted to give you a positive comment and a quick question. Um, I wanted to let you know a few years ago, uh, my daughter and I came to the museum for your opening, and uh, I'm a Gold Star wife. Mm. And so when when I saw the actual purple heart metal it just it made me cry mm. and uh my quick comment is i know it has nothing to do with the money and everything that you've been talking about all morning but i remember a few months ago you made the comment about how biden was going to change the doorknobs on the white house doors after trump left yeah did that ever happen you know i don't know um they were talking about it at the beginning and i completely forgot i I'll, maybe i can have somebody reach out to the white house if they if they'll decide <laughs> to take our calls uh but trump did this amazing amazing thing i i i wish i would have asked him for one of the doorknobs um that you know could have been made and not take one from the white house but he replaced all of the doorknobs and they are the most beautiful they are so appropriate for the white house they have the presidential seal in the center of them and they are beautiful uh and he took his own money and and uh, redid it and then when biden came in they said that they were going to remove all of those which is insane truly insane it really is and you need that for the museum that would be a wonderful artifact thank you so much uh mary we just by the way we just got the front door doorknob of Abraham Lincoln. Uh, and it is, we had people at the museum for a couple of days here just last week learning about history and, and it was taken through some of the stuff. And I said, this is going to be under glass soon. So you have to touch the doorknob. You got to touch the doorknob. It's just, it's weird to hold something in your hand that you know that every day Abe Lincoln grabbed and turned to, to go home. It's just a, bizarre thing history is meant to be felt uh all right is there anything else we haven't cleaned up yet Stu? that we haven't done that we desperately need to do before uh before tomorrow um because tomorrow is friday and uh friday is kind of a goof off day i don't want to oh is it well i don't want to really work that's why we have bill o'reilly on because just, when you think about having just a lot of fun, you think Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. That's the guy. No, I mean, for us to goof off. Just oh, okay. to, that He just does it. Man, he's talking. Whatever he's talking. It's his time. You know what I mean? Yep, all you want. I'll just throw in a, I don't know, Bill, once in a while, and then I don't have to think. I no. just throw that in once in a while. Uh, let me ask you this. What, do you, are you buying the Russian pullback in Ukraine? People are saying that. I don't think so, but I don't know. It seems I don't know. Like some around Chernobyl are now uh, evacuating back to well, Belarus. Of course they are. Uh, you know how we know that they evacuated? 
we went in and uh, we found just a pile of teeth and a bunch of hair. <laughs> like they either, I mean, I think they ran. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but they're saying, you know, that Ukraine is taking back some areas of the country. Yeah, but this morning I saw that it looks like uh, Russia is advancing in other areas. Yeah, it seems like they've decided. I don't know. One of the one of the scenarios we went through at the very beginning of this of how this could play out was the sort of head fake idea that that essentially Putin would signal a, a nationwide takeover attempt and then decide to fall back to the areas that he really wanted the entire time, which was the Donbas regions of 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 the east and. It, I don't think that's what he did. I, I think he was trying to take the country, but like it may wind up playing out almost exactly like that where he says he wants the entire country yeah. uh, or, or he signals that so direction if, and then winds up falling back to the areas he wanted all along. If he's rational, that's what will happen. Yeah. But I'm not so sure he's rational. Yeah. You know, cause I, there was a column in the New York times, I think from Brett Stevens talking about how, what if he wasn't, what if this was part of the plan the whole time, right? That he wanted to get the, there's vast energy reserves in the regions that he wants to take over. Maybe this is a play to gain foothold in the energy market. But it's like, look at the price he's paid for that. He's he's yeah. totally cut off from the global economy. You know, th- I think of, often think about Russia today in that here is, an, here is a venture that they spent an ungodly amount of money Billions. on. Billions and billions of dollars over a multiple a decade and a half mm. to try to put Russian propaganda in everybody's uh, house, and it worked. It was on DirecTV. It was on you know all the, the the cable services. It would get coverage from mainstream outlets when they would put things on. Sometimes, even though they would tend to note it was from Russia, obviously yeah, Russia it today. Was Russian propaganda. It's like Al Jazeera. Remember the yeah. the uh, the Al company Jazeera that America. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. company that uh, bought Al Gore's current network mm. because Al Gore wouldn't sell it to us. That was un-American. Yeah. Hey, Al Jazeera, I'll sell it to you. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Right. So uh, they went through that whole process to build that network. I mean, they signed, you know, I mean, Larry King worked for the network for, yeah, for a period of time. Yeah. They spent an, an enormous amount of money and then this happens and they've now lost access to every single viewer. They had to shut down the network in here in america because of what happened and it's like that doesn't that doesn't seem like a rational strategy right why would you bother with all of these efforts to launch this network and get it on all these cable systems that's obviously a long-term propaganda play play for russia unless and then abandon it in, in a week unless you understand that the west started this strategy in 2012 uh, of the Great Reset and resetting the currency and resetting the global financial system. And they knew at that time, Russia and China, they, they say, well, they're going to join us later because of the global warming stuff. They're never going to do it. They're never, ever, ever going to do it. And they have been encouraging us to do it like crazy. You guys should do that. That Great Reset thing and the global warming thing. Whew, Man, I wish we could join you right now, but we can't. But maybe in 30 years after you've bankrupt yourself, we'd consider it. No, they're never going to do it. 
And in 2014, Russia and China began talking about closer relationship and a bipolar world where it's more than just one power, this time with China at the head of the table for the Eastern Bloc. And I don't even know, United States, the UN, I have no idea who they think are going to run things, you know, eventually on the West. But both of them, for their own reasons, are going the same direction, split the world. Mm. So you might lose Al Jazeera, but you've gained your strongest partner now as China. If I'm Russia, I throw my lot in with China every day. Every day. Oh, they certainly don't have the same... There are some moral standards that we'd least like to believe we have that they do not, right? I mean, we'd like to believe we don't, that. I don't yes. believe we have any death camps with millions of people in them currently no, in the United we don't. States. We don't. But they, those weren't death camps. They weren't. That didn't happen in China. No, huh? That those are just. That didn't happen. They were just. They were just trying to squeeze the Muslim out of those Muslims. Oh, okay. You know, if we can just squeeze just a little bit of that Islam out onto the table, mm. you'll be fine. Yeah. And so they corrected all of that. <laughs> So let me ask you this question, because mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this a, a decent amount this week. After this weekend, where Joe Biden goes out and says a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. that may or may not have been intentional, but no matter what it was, it was terrible. He potentially revealing that we had troops in Ukraine, then saying that we were training troops, uh, Ukrainian troops, which we had not admitted. Uh, he then uh, also talked about trying to change our policy to regime change well, then the white house walked it back then he said i'm not walking it back uh all of the back and forth that has happened over the past looks good it looks it? really yeah. really bad so mm-hmm. i i'm putting you in a terrible position oh good thank one you. one of the worst positions that's, you'll ever be in in your thank entire you. life that's what an executive producer who likes his job does <laughs> no i don't mean it that way i mean it as an american okay here is a terrible choice for you. Yes. You must choose I one must of these two choose. options. All right. You Who got... would you rather have as president in the United States? Joe Biden or Kamala Harris? And let me just, because we've said, talked about this before. Kamala Harris is terrible. And we've said, thank God. I mean, Joe Biden's terrible, but at least he's not Kamala Harris. But with the knowledge of this week. Kamala Harris is constantly uh-huh. in trouble, right? Mm-hmm. We have all of her nonsensical oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. comments up at veepthoughts.com. Oh, oh I know. Uh, to yeah. give you the nice, wonderful music behind mm-hmm. her ridiculous nonsense. Mm-hmm. But those are moments where she's trying to talk without saying anything. She's so bad at she's, this. No, she's very good at that. Yes, I know. Yeah. But wouldn't you rather have that yes. than the person who just blurts out a, a regime change against Russia well, let in me, a major speech in Poland? Let me give you even more fuel to this fire. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Give me a minute. We'll come back after the break. <laughs> Navigating your finances, tricky, especially the more assets you have. Uh, The good thing is the government's going to help you, you know, relieve some of those assets from you and just you're going to be happy. You're going to love it. Your home, for example, knowing whether or not to refinance the mortgage and when is the kind of thing that seems complicated that you might avoid dealing with altogether. But with American financing, it'll take about a 10 minute phone call just to get started and get some information to see if they can help you. And then you can skip up to two mortgages and close in as little as 10 days. 
that's not the way mortgages used to work. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Okay, so the question was, would you rather have Joe Biden or uh, Kamala Harris? Well, let me give you this. Uh, 58% of the American people now say, yeah, we need to get a cognitive test and those results need to be released. Mm. 58% now think that he is mentally not capable for this. 55% say Biden will not last out his his term. Um, They also want 61% want Pelosi to take the test. Have you seen how she has faded? Now, which one is worse? According to the latest poll, Biden is at 15. Harris is at 11. Okay. For what? Who's worse? Oh, who is worse? Who is worse? Mm -hmm. Uh, Both of them are together at 33. But if you had to pick one here and here's why I would say Harris Uh, The president doesn't have any cognitive abilities. He's compromised by uh, radicals um, here in China, Ukraine, Russia, God knows where else. We don't know why he's making decisions. We know that she's only compromised here with the radicals. Um, And from what I know, she doesn't have a son who's lost a laptop. (laughs) <laughs> that's, a so, good, that's a good thing. Yeah. She keeps her laptops yeah. close They're to her. They're both the death of a nation. <laughs> right. Of but, course, yes. That's given. This is the Glenn Beck Program.